Good afternoon, folks, and thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Tim Wheaton, and welcome to Kick Weekly with Tim Wheaton, the new kickboxing and Muay Thai podcast, which will be coming at you every week. So it's easy enough to remember, Kick Weekly with Tim Wheaton will be coming out every Wednesday. And let's start with the fight that we just had last week, in which Shingiz Alizal was able to avenge a prior loss and defend his title against Murat Gregorian. Now, uh, Murat was able to get a split decision win against Shingiz Alizal in 2013. Uh, before that, they fought to a no contest due to a cut, but with the world title on the line, they fought uh, just this past week at One Fight Night 13, and Shingiz Alizal was able to defend his title. It was a very exciting fight in which Shingiz was able to win four of the five rounds quite cleanly. The fifth round was an absolute barn burner in which Murat was looking to rally back and really trying to get the knockout as he knew he needed to get the knockout to walk away with the world title. Um, and even though I did actually pick Murat Gregorian going in, the fight played out pretty much as I expected, except that Shingiz Alazov fought so much better off the back foot than what I initially thought was going to happen. So I figured Murat Gregorian was going to control the center and continue to push Shingiz back and into the corners and then box him up and kick him from there. Essentially, that is what happened, except that Shingiz Alazov fighting off the back foot was so much more skilled and more dangerous than what I expected. So even going backwards, he's going to keep throwing uh, head kicks. He's going to keep throwing punching combinations. He is a this is why we labeled him as one of the most exciting fighters in kickboxing today. And what a record this man has for the last few fights here. Uh, looking at he just beat a K-1 and glory champion, Murat Gregorian. Prior to that, he beat Superbon as Superbon was making the case for being one of the greatest kickboxers in history. Uh, before that, he beat Sidichai, who's a glory and a bunch of other organization world champion, uh, Joe Nadawat, Sami Sana, and it just goes on from there. I mean, this guy is making a legacy for himself and he's not taking the easy road. He is fighting the hardest competition. Uh, what's next for him? Doesn't matter. I'm so excited for it. I know he called out Sidichai as he wants that fight again. He's also called out Giorgio Petrosian. Beating Giorgio Petrosian right now maybe doesn't quite have the same sting that it did 10 years ago. Uh, but either way, Chingiz Alazov is making the case that he is must-see TV. What's next for Murat Gregorian? You know, he's going to fight back to the top of this division. I have no doubt of that. Uh, it's a very fun division with people like Superbon and Sidichai still floating out there. So, I am hoping that one championship can continue to put together these meaningful, very good kickboxing bouts. And now if you have not seen the fight, you can find it on one championships, YouTube channel uh, under one fight night 13. It was a very good fight and well worth tuning into. Uh, also at one fight night 13, you had Tawan Shai making his one kickboxing debut and he fought former glory world champion David Kiria. Uh, David Kiria is certainly on the other side of his career. Uh, he's certainly getting on in years as Tawan Shai was labeled a prodigy or a phenom in the Muay Thai world as he won his title quite young. I think he was only 23 or 24 years old when he defeated Petch Morikot last year. Um, and this was a really fun fight as well. I think this is well worth watching, well worth your time. Tawan Shai was landing tons of large uh, roundhouse kicks, and David Kiria was blocking them, obviously, with his arms. And, and in the third round, Tawan Shai won this fight via TKO uh, because David Kiria broke his arm blocking a kick. And that just goes along with what we know of Tawan Shai is that he has super incredible power in his legs. He's been knocking people out with leg kicks, head kicks. He's been knocking people out with his left hand, right hand. 
it's it's why he is such a big deal and such an important person in this sport. And this is why one championship very quickly put their full marketing behind this man. Uh, so what's next for him? Well, David Curia is going to take some time off, I imagine. I, I, I don't know if he's going to be back in one championship uh, within the next year. I don't know if he's going to be back in one championship at all. If you take two years off due to an injury or something like that, given his age, you know, we'll see what he does next. Uh, Tawan Shai, he was going to be defending his Muay Thai throne against Superbon later this year. And, and we will be talking about that one uh, in a little bit further on uh, later on in the show as well. So we also had Supergirl defeated Pizza Power, Lara Fernandez. Uh, this certainly does put Lara Fernandez in a tough situation as she's only won one of her bouts in one championship and lost the other three. And now all of those fights were close, including her win. So in this case, the record really doesn't indicate what her skill level may have been or what her skill level was. Um, but this, she's a former ISCA and WBC world champion. She definitely is in a must-win situation in her next fight. Uh, Supergirl, I'm not entirely sure what they're going to do with her next. There's not a ton of people in this division. Uh, actually, now that Jackie Bunton dropped out of the fight against Smila Sundell, maybe Supergirl has the opportunity to step in. That would be absolutely fine, uh, but we will see. It's another fun fight. Make sure to tune in for it. Elias Matmudi was able to defeat Edgar Tabarez via first-round knockout. This naturally sets up Mott Moody to face Rod Tang for the flyweight Muay Thai title later on this year. Whether or not that happens, that remains to be seen. So all in all for kickboxing and Muay Thai, one Fight Night 13 was a great event. Make sure to check it out on the One Championship channel. Uh, now let's step forward into Muakau, the absolute Thai Muay Thai kickboxing icon, Muay Thai and kickboxing legend. He's just nonstop. He keeps going. He's got four fights booked within the next six months here. And he's got, a, and it's going to be an exhausting schedule for this 41 year old fighter. Um, I mean, he's a man who really doesn't need any introduction. He's a two time K1 Max Grand Prix world champion in kickboxing. And he fought the best of the best at a time when that really mattered. Like he fought people like Giorgio Petrosian in his prime, uh, Masato Kobayashi in his prime, John Wayne Parr. There's tons and tons of other people who I, I don't, you don't even remember the name of. I don't even remember the name of because he just fought so many notable people in their prime when it really mattered. Andy Sauer. He fought Andy Sauer in his prime and a ton of other people. Um, he is. So here's the schedule for the next few months. He's going to be fighting in September, November, December, and January. And it's going to be under mixed rules in, in every single bout. So September 9th, in RWS Muay Thai, he's going to be having a kickboxing fight against Yasuhiro Kidu. Yasuhiro Kidu is a former K1 Max Grand Prix champion in 2008. 2008, both Buakao and Kidu were in the Grand Prix at opposite end of the brackets, but never fought. Now, you know, a few years later, we're in 2023, few years later, they're going to meet in RWS Muay Thai live from Roger Manern Stadium in Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, November 5th, Buakau will be then fighting Sanshai in, a, in BKFC, and this will be a bare-knuckle Muay Thai fight. Um, that'll be a fun one, of course. In December, he is booked in RWS Muay Thai again, but no opponent has yet been announced. I'm expecting in the next week, his opponent will be revealed for this fight. And then in January... He has a boxing fight against Pac-Man Manny Pacquiao, one of the greatest boxers in human history. Uh, this fight will be live from Bangkok, and there'll be some WBC title on the line for it as well. So he, in the next six months here, he has two kickboxing fights, a bare-knuckle Muay Thai fight, and a boxing fight. He is a legend for a reason. 
Let's talk about one of the fights that was announced just in the last week. Superbon will be fighting Tawan Shai for the Muay Thai world title. Superbon is a former kickboxing champion in one championship with an incredible legacy. He has impressive wins over people like Giorgio Petrosian, Marat Gregorian, Sidichai, and others, really making a legacy for being one of the greatest kickboxers in history. He's going to switch over to Muay Thai and fight Tawan Shai for the featherweight Muay Thai title. Uh, Superbon, I spoke to him last year and I asked him, do you want to go up and wait and look to become a double champion? He, he said, no, I want to be a Muay Thai champion. Um, he says he really does think of himself as a Muay Thai fighter, but he did have a, a career in Muay Thai and found much more success in kickboxing. Now fighting Tawan Shai under Muay Thai rules. It's a bit of a, it's a tall order for this man, but that's going to be coming up later this year on October the 6th, I believe. Um, we also have all eight fighters revealed for the upcoming K1 World Grand Prix open weight at K1 Rebirth and Reboot on September the 10th. All eight fighters have been revealed, and let's briefly go through each one uh, and talk a little bit about who these each each person is. Valentin Bordenau from Romania is a former three-time national champion in Romania. Ariel Macado, he is from Brazil originally. He is a veteran of glory kickboxing, uh, and he is a WGP kickboxing light heavyweight champion. Claudio Estrate from Italy. He is a former two-time national Italian champion and a European kickboxing champion as well. Sina Karamian from Iran. He is the hero of Iran. He's looking to capture gold in K1. Uh, he has captured the 2018 K1 World Grand Prix Championship and has defended his cruiserweight title as well. We also have Lu Si, who is a Chinese national champion and has experience in Sanda. We have Kiramin Jamai, who is an undefeated kickboxer from Germany, who is an ISCA heavyweight world champion. Mahmoud Satari is probably the most popular fighter in this tournament, originally from Iran. He's looking to get two K1 Grand Prix in a row as he is the 2022 K1 World Grand Prix champion. And lastly, we have Mikhail Turnski from Poland originally, and he is the KOK King of Kings heavyweight champion representative in this tournament. He also has a Waco title to his name and all sorts of other good stuff. So these are the eight fighters who were recently revealed uh, on the Openweight Grand Prix tournament on September the 10th. This fight card will also be headlined by a trilogy between Masashik sorry, Masashi Kimura versus Akihiro Kaneko for the Super Bantamweight World title. Both of their prior bouts were absolute barn burners and must-watch affairs, so the third one, I'm expecting fireworks in this one. As for other fight announcements, we have the long-awaited Rod Tang Jim Wong Nong will finally face Superlek Kiat Mukau. This is a matchup that fans have been waiting for for quite some time. This will be a Muay Thai flyweight kick. Oh, sorry. It will be a Muay Thai. Oh, how do we say it? There's a certain <laughs> there's a certain rhythm that one always wants us to use. This will be for the one flyweight Muay Thai world title. And at, this, at the same time, Superlek is the kickboxing world champion. Now, long awaited because these are two kings, two pound for pound greats in the same weight class competing in the same sport. Now, they tried to separate them a little bit by one is in kickboxing, one is in Muay Thai. They have almost been matched up multiple times before. Uh, so last year, they were probably going to meet in the Grand Prix, uh, and then they were matched up for the kickboxing throne as well. Both of those bouts, Rod Tang dropped out, whether it was due to injury or weight issues or whatever it was. More recently, Rod Tang was saying that he doesn't want to fight other Thai champions as he wants Thailand to have all the belts, and he doesn't want to you know, take a belt away from a Thai person. Sure, 
whatever. I mean, the, it's not great. So, I mean, the fans really want to see you guys fight. And finally, we got it booked, and that's going to be coming up later this year, September the 2nd, live from Lumpini Stadium, and this is going to be on the Friday Fight series, not on the big one shows. So if you're in Europe, fantastic. This is so much better. Amazing. If you're Europe, in Europe and Asia, this is a really good fight. Um, I, I think this fight certainly deserves a larger breakdown. I think as we get a little bit closer to the fight, we'll do a resume review, because these two do have so many fights in common. They do have so many common opponents, and yet have never fought before. Um, despite really running in the same circles, it is a bit of a surprise that these two guys haven't met like 10 years ago in amateurs or something like that. And like for, for reference of what Muay Thai typically looks like, is someone like Superlek and Panpayak have fought seven times already. Uh, and like, you know what I mean? It's just surprising that Superlek and Rod Tang haven't fought at least once before, but they never have. But coming up later this year, September, we will finally get the fight. One Championship has also announced that the bantamweight kickboxing title will be settled between Fabricio Andrade and Jonathan Hagerty. So uh, a little bit of background of, of what's going on here is that the bantamweight kickboxing title that they did have was held by Pechtonong Petch Fergus. He was stripped of the title as he tested positive for two banned substances, both were steroids, in his system. Pechtonong has pushed back on this, saying, like, look, I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to do that as there's nothing in my contract that says I can't do those. He adds that he was recovering from surgery and he was out of competition at the time. So he's trying to say back when I fought and I took the title, I took a drug test and I passed. Now I have nothing scheduled. I'm not competing. And I failed the drug test. I didn't know that I couldn't take these PEDs out of competition, especially because I'm recovering from a, an elbow injury. One championship has responded and said, it's not really the case. Your contract does, in fact, say that you're not allowed to take these banned substances in or out of competition. So we will see where that story goes. However, so what what this sets up, though, is that the bantamweight kickboxing title in one championship is vacant. And Fabricio Andrade, the MMA champion, and Jonathan Hegarty, the Muay Thai champion in that weight class, will fight for the vacant throne. Uh, both of these men, I mean... Fabricio Andrade has kickboxing experience from a few years back, and in MMA, he's a very good striker. Jonathan Hegarty, of course, uh, a very skilled striker in Muay Thai. Both of these men will look to make history, uh, trying to become a two-sport world champion. This bout is booked for one fight night 15, and that's going to be on October the 6th. Um, Hiroki Akimoto is the former champion who was able to take the title in a fight of the year contender, fight of the year winner. Uh, just an absolute awesome fight. He then lost to Pechtonong Pechfergus. Uh, but yeah, Hiroki Akimoto, he, he is, a, I think, a coach at Evolve MMA or something like that. But yeah, Hiroki Akimoto is kind of left out to dry here. Not sure why one championship didn't set him up. But based on what he's saying on Twitter and Instagram, he certainly is hungry to get that title back. Um so we did fight announcements. We have some fights from last week. We talked Buakau. We talked the K1 Grand Prix. All that good, good stuff. This has been Kick Weekly with Tim Wheaton. Join me next week on Wednesday. I'll be covering off Glory 87, as well as the second round of the Rise World Series. I will be previewing those bouts as well. Folks, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, whatever it might be, please throw them out in the comments. Contact me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. I am cool to talk about it. Folks, we are a work in progress here, so I am always looking for suggestions. Uh, my name is Tim Wheaton, and I appreciate your time.